At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Welcome back. VEASAN has a podcast to help you bet college hoops. The VEASAN College Basketball Betting Podcast. Each week, Tim Murray, Matt Humans, Adam Burke give you three episodes breaking down games, finding value, and looking at the futures market. Check out VEASAN's College Basketball Betting Podcast wherever you get your podcast. We'll begin this hour with more of the madness. Richie Bacheleri is a longtime numbers guy, odds maker, better, loves college basketball, uh, he's a very good dude as well on top of everything else. He joins the program now. He's at Circus Sports. Richie, yeah. good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. Glad to be here. Thank you. We appreciate it. We love talking to you here. Can you, can you give us uh, and our audience here a little bit of a, a look behind the scenes here, what it's like for you here at Circa? How many guys are in a discussion when the games are getting released on national TV? And there you go. You're trying to come up with a number. What are, what are the overall discussions like uh, when you're talking about coming up with a point spread in a total? Yeah, that's uh, you know typically the the question for uh, operations that create their own numbers and post prices that you know the, the may not agree or may be different than what the uh, the other operations have. And Circa is mm-hmm. definitely one of them. Matt Metcalf, uh, you know, he leads by we go by our numbers and we set the market, and uh, that's exactly what was uh, what was done yesterday. We uh, we basically. As the games are, are coming in, we're, we're spending a lot of time just, just you know, getting the order and writing the order down. Uh, you know, some of the chatter has to do with, you know, can you believe they're that high or that low, et cetera. 
But when it comes time to making the numbers, we basically just attack one game at a time with a side and a total. And, you know, that's the way they post them. Once we, once we agree on a number, uh, Matt, you know, Matt went in and, and input the data and opened it up for betting. And, you know, you see bets coming in pretty much right away. What was the biggest disagreement mm-hmm. that you guys had yesterday on any of these games? Well, I think uh, the biggest disagreement was from me and not necessarily uh, Matt or uh, the other individual there, a longtime Nevada guy, Nick Bogdanovich. Uh, And and the game was the uh, West Virginia uh, Maryland game. Mm -hmm. Uh, They both had West Virginia a, a like one or one and a half point favorite. Whereas I had Maryland a one and a half point favorite. Now that might not sound like much, Uh but when these numbers are as solid as they are, uh, that is a big difference, and uh, I believe the game ended opening up uh, West Virginia one and a half, and I think it's up to like two or two and a half now. So they have the early advantage on that line move, on that opening line move. But I, I feel pretty confident that there'll be plenty of Maryland money uh, against uh, a West Virginia team. I don't, I don't think they really got to the point that they needed to be this year, uh, as much as I love that coach. And, and Maryland, you know, had an outstanding year. You know, granted, not not the greatest team away from home, but mm-hmm. uh, that that that's the biggest difference. Okay, how long does that discussion last before you settle on, you know, okay, we're going to open it up with West Virginia favored? You mean after I say you're crazy? <laughs> yes. Trust me. <laughs> uh, probably about uh, thirty seconds. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. All right. Walk us through your line with Tennessee and Lafayette, or Louisiana Lafayette, rather, Raging Cajuns. Well, you you were five points shorter than another book across the town. Yeah, uh, I know that uh, Tennessee, I I made that game uh, nine, and I believe both Matt and Nick made it just a touch higher than me. Uh, And I think they wound up uh, using the nine. Maybe I convinced them. You know, once again, we're not really looking at any other prices Uh uh, if if they're available. Uh, and, and after the game got posted, we did notice that it opened like 13 or 14. Uh, but, you know, I, we see that, that it settled in at about 10 and a half. Uh, I believe that's the, the number right now. Uh, yep. Yep. And, and uh, you know, what Tennessee had, uh, you know, Tennessee has a very talented team. There's no doubt about it. They did have a lot of injuries, and, and they're playing without the Ziegler kids. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, Lafayette was a very solid uh, Sunbelt team all year. They, they had some, some pretty good teams at the top of that conference. You know, they managed to come out on top. I, I'm shocked that it's higher than 10. Okay. All right. I like that, by the way, Richie. And we're talking to Richie Bacchuleri here on Follow the Money. It's Vsin, the Sports Betting Network, longtime odds maker here in Las Vegas. And that's the way you have to go about it. You cannot pay attention to where other places are opening up their numbers to maybe influence what you really think about a game or a number. You can't do that. And I love that that's how you guys operate. Yeah, well, Matt's, Matt's of the opinion, you know, you got to write bets. Mm-hmm. You have to write volume. And there are going to be some instances where players, you know, have some mathematical advantages after, you know, after a game moves a couple of points, then, you know, the player gets the best of it. But that's okay. They're laying 11 to 10, Matt. Matt knows the game inside and out. He writes a lot of business. He writes a lot of juice. And when you're writing all that volume, you know, the, the percentage of the games that the house needs to win 
uh, decreases greatly just for even. And when you and when you split out, you know the the juice is immense. Okay, so then you mentioned how you took some early money on West Virginia, but you think you're going to get some back on Maryland. Give us some games where you saw other like early respected money yesterday when the numbers first opened. Yeah, all, all Roberts. Uh, we we tried to open. Um, that's the Duke game. Uh, Duke, as low as we possibly can, knowing they are one of the, you know, playing as good as anybody in the country at the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we tried to open that as low as possible, and I think we did, but it still got hit down from seven to six and a half. I think that number is probably a little bit lower, uh, maybe some sixes. Uh, but that was that was some sharp money on Oral Roberts. And can you blame them? No. I mean, they, they've got a tremendous team. Uh, they played some good non-conference schedules. Uh, the, the great kid in this, Max Admus, mm-hmm. I think his name is. I mean, they're just outstanding, and uh, it should be a, it should be a fantastic game. You know, it's the kind of game. I think I made the game seven, but really wanted to make it five. But you know, there's no there's no cheating in, in odds making. This is the number, and and this is what we go with. You're right. It's a perfect storm. They made the Sweet 16 a couple of years ago. They won 30 games, and they have a star player. So, uh, can you talk about how things have changed when you see like the the line with these five twelve games and the respect for Charleston and Oral Roberts and even Kent State. I mean, you see, you see some. Look at the thirteen four matchups. What what Furman's? How short Furman is? How short Kent State is? And how things have changed when you look back and what what a fourteen or a fifteen use? How many points they used to be getting as a compared to today? Yeah, that's uh, it, it. It's been uh, occurring like this every year, and this year is no no different. Uh, I think a combination of the talent level spread out across the teams yeah. is, is one of the main reasons. Um, I think there's also a little bit more of an emphasis in the last five or 10 years to put up a number that's not so much suitable for the market, uh, meaning rather than gearing prices towards uh, a recreational or an unsophisticated player where Duke might have been jacked up to 10 or 11 in a matchup like this. Now there's more of an emphasis placed on putting up a, a number that's closer to a rating, you know, maybe more math than, than anything. You know, this is what it rates. This is what we're putting it up. And thus the reason why you only have Duke is like a seven-point favorite because, I mean, that's basically the, the difference in, in the two teams' ratings. Okay. Is there anything you like in the first round? Uh, any potential upset you like? Well, you know, I I, I did like Santa Barbara. Uh, that got bet down against Baylor. Uh, I would have taken the eleven, but you know, when when I'm in when we're in work mode, we're working. Mm-hmm. And anybody that wants to make a bet, you know, we wait till the next day and see what's left. Uh, Florida Atlantic. I mean, I would have taken. I would have taken five or six with Florida Atlantic in that matchup. Uh, we opened at three. It actually got that down a little bit to two and a half. Uh, but I, I do like Florida Atlantic if I can get four, but I don't think I'm going to get that. Uh, Furman, you hit on Furman earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's another very live dog. With, uh, had an outstanding season in the SOCON, and, and I'm looking at them. You know, but it's early. Uh, guys, it, the That's numbers fair. only went up roughly 12 hours ago, 
And by the time we got out of there last night, and you know, you didn't let me sleep till three today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah. Okay, so we have like we have a, about a minute here, Richie. This is uh, you might give me the same answer, but I think it's two different questions here. Who do you have as the highest power-rated team in the country? But as an aside, then which team's A game do you think is the best in the country? Yeah, you uh, you were going to ask me that, and, and you know, giving it thought. You know, I've got Houston actually a point better than Alabama, and I know that that has has shifted greatly in the last week or two. And I would say that Alabama is probably the livest team. Uh, they are the most capable at this point from watching them over the weekend. Uh, the Quinterly kid and, and, and the other kid, the Miller Miller kid, and they're just fantastic athletes. They've got size. They've got speed. They shoot well. Uh, they're not exactly the greatest three-point shooting team in the country. And if, if they get if they get better from the outside, they'll be very dangerous. Yep. Mm-hmm. Real quick. Could could you make the case that Pink Floyd is underrated? Oh, absolutely, absolutely underrated. They're 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 living in a in the world of a three seed where they they could easily be a one or a two. Good job, Richie. All right, good job. Thanks, Richie. Enjoy the week. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks for having me. All right, be good. Do it soon. We'll talk to you next week. Pink Floyd could be a one or a two seed. I got him driving him. In the overall bracket of uh, rock music? Yeah, Yeah. about that. Boy, Richie, underrated. You could make the case underrated. Deep catalog. Sure. They're like a six. Oh! At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, we'll get you ready for every round of the, every game and every round. And with the betting guy, you'll get top plays from every host. You'll get every daily best bets from every host and a breakdown of every team. Sign up today. Get the guide plus full access through the end of the tournament. Only $19. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And we start dancing tomorrow, too. With uh, the mm-hmm. play-in games as well, still stunned Nevada got in. Stunned that they got in. You would oh, have had, so had Rutgers, uh-huh. uh huh, or Oklahoma State. Okay, right. I thought they were going to put them in, but I guess Oklahoma State. They were very, uh, I don't know what the word is, cocky, but outraged. They didn't get in last year and had some choice words for the committee. Ah. And then guess what happened again this year? Well, remember the same thing. The I, how about Carolina? How about Carolina only? So they had the last four out. It was Oklahoma State, Rutgers, and then Carolina. I mean, they almost made this damn Yeah, thing. they should have been way down the list. Oh, of course. Totally. And d- don't forget, Oklahoma State, when they put them in a couple of years ago, they were a chalky pick because of Cade Cunningham. They were bounced by, what, Oregon State in the first round as like a 9 or 10-point favorite. So not going well for the Cowboys yeah. last, last few years. Yeah, but, I, but the Nevada thing, number one, considering the conference, and that they went. Now, Joel and Artie pointed out it's the third year in a row they've done this where they've gone with the smaller conference over the big boys, uh, getting the last team in. But to lose your last three games yeah. and to lose in the first round of your conference tournament and nothing, nothing on the non-conference in terms of nice wins, especially away from home. And they still got in right. four, four teams from the Mountain West. I will point this out. Even though today we've said a couple of times during the show that the one seeds appear to be weaker than a lot of previous years based on the point spreads. I mean, a handful of years ago, one seeds were laying in the 30s. Right. Now we're seeing Houston. They're even money, by the way, to win their region. They're laying 19. Kansas laying 22. I will say this. When you're filling out your brackets, 
don't go too nuts with the one seeds all losing or maybe a one seed not winning the entire thing. When's the last time you think a non-one seed won the tournament? I think people, because it's the madness and the first couple of rounds are so good, they're going to say, well, it probably have a couple of years ago, right? 2016, last year. The last year a non-one seed won the tournament. What was that, UConn? Villanova was a two seed. Oh, they were? Yeah. What was you? Oh, that was a long time ago. That was UConn. The 2018 team was a one seed, and they were a monster. 2016 hmm. was uh, also, they had a, an incredible well, tournament. Well, I am uh, very interested in the prop, how many, over under, how many one seeds make the final four. Oh, so am I. And I, I'm can't, sure... I can't wait to see that, because this is, Alabama found their game, but it was a, it was a bad stretch going into the SEC tournament. Houston's a monster, and Kansas the defending champs, but then everyone, I mean, you can't get away from the, the horrible losses Painter and Purdue have had. Oh, there's... I mean, the St. Peter's, and the, I just mentioned the North Texas a couple years ago, but they get beaten going out early in, in, in a game. He lost to uh, Chris Beard one year in double overtime. Yeah. Lo, lo, yeah. I think it was Louisiana now, that, that got him as well. Paulie, I could fill out 10 brackets. I won't, because my rule is I'm going to fill out one. That's all, I, uh, that's all I think a person should be able to fill out. Uh, but if I filled out 10, I don't think I'd have Purdue going to the Final Four in any of them. And oh, I, that's going to be a tough matchup in the, in the eight, whoever wins the 8-9 game. Oh, for, that is a 100%. tough game for him. Right yep. now, you have Edie, who's, I mean, the, the kid could go for 25 and 15, no problem. Mm-hmm. And the problems he creates. But you just see it yesterday. I mean, that shouldn't have been close against Penn State. They tried to give that game away. Oh, the, the ending of that game. Just comical. Yeah, you're up 10, and next thing you know, Penn State's got the ball with a chance to win. What happened? Turning it over against the press, unforced errors, bad passes, easy layups the other way. Penn State is, uh, by the way, they uh, I think they're what, the second best three-point shooting team in the country. So they had a great tournament, obviously, in the Big Ten. But, okay, so when it comes to that prop of one seeds to make the Final Four, they'll make the number one and a half, then it just comes down to the juice, right? Yep. And when you, when you look at Alabama's draw... I mean, you have to love them in the second round against Maryland or West Virginia. Beyond that, it's you know San Diego State, Charleston, you Virginia, have, or Furman. You have to love them, whoever comes out of that, too. You'll love them there again. Yep. And then you're looking to go to the Final Four. It's going to be, what, a combination of Arizona, maybe Baylor, Creighton? I think Arizona can be, because they're, they're so freakishly talented, that, that can be a matchup, and if they're on their A game, they can beat them. But I don't know if Arizona makes it that far anyway. Yeah, NC State should have been in the play-in game. Surprised yeah. by that. Uh, and Baylor's Baylor struggled down the stretch, no yep. doubt. So you got to like Alabama's draw. Uh-huh. And like I said earlier, Houston, they are even money to make it to the Final Four. They get uh, Iowa-Auburn in the second round. And then beyond that, we're looking at Miami, Drake, Indiana, Kent State. And then coming out of the lower half of the region, a red-hot Texas team. But oh, anything. I, I know. They're playing so well. But Col- why Colgate a 15? Because Colgate can I would bombs agree. away from three. It's just, oh, I thought Colgate should have been about a 14 or maybe even, yeah. you know. Um, but it could be Texas, Texas A&M, Penn yeah. State. Well, how about that matchup? You could have Texas and Texas A&M there. I would love it. In the second round? Yeah. I, just, I think A&M got really screwed yesterday. I know, again, the non-conference was not great, but. Was, was, uh, it was horrible. So I, I they think, penalized them. People yeah. like that. Oh, no, they, I yeah. saw Jeff Goodman and other people say, great job, committee. They punished A&M for a horrible non-conference. Yeah, so ma'am. so but, I, think, uh, I think those are your two common teams to come out and go to the Final Four uh-huh. because nobody trusts Purdue. 
And then the, the, the Kansas region is the region of death. Yep. I mean, that, that thing is absolutely loaded. I think Kennesaw State can beat Xavier. I mean, this is the Owls. That's a good league. Yeah. And I was impressed with while they, they won the, uh, how they beat Liberty. They're catching a lot of points. I, mean, I, I, I think, think that, that's going to be a tough game for Xavier. That's a, that's a big point spread, no doubt. And then in the second round, I mean, Gonzaga's playing some of the best basketball out of any team in the entire country mm-hmm. going back to last month or so. They're 28-5. and five, They're laying 16. I think if they get like TCU in the second round, that's going to be an incredibly difficult game for Gonzaga. I think they would yeah. blow by Arizona right. State or Nevada. Mm-hmm. But TCU could give them a lot of problems. I could see that. With the, 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 the struggles they have defensively, yes. My God, Gonzaga and UCLA in the Sweet 16? No, that would be awesome. That's unfair. That would be great. They're, they're, they're like two top six, top eight teams in the country. You want to get nuts? How about a VCU-Iona second round game? Oh, I can see that. Yep. That's a tough matchup for St. Mary's. Yeah. Yeah, um, but the, by the, the way... It didn't work out this year, but the A-10 okay. is usually a multi-bid league and a good league. It just didn't break right for them this year, and VCU had to win the conference tournament as the one seed, but they're athletic, and they'll throw a ton of guys at you defensively, and they knock down their threes, penetrate, kick, good guard play. That's going to be tough for St. Mary's. And I, several people have said it. It's a horrible matchup for UConn to get Iona and Patino. Now, you, you, the comeback could be Patino's out the door. How much does that affect him? You know, but Patino's leaving. The question is, what job's he going to get? Right. Uh, the, he was, he was going to walk to get the Georgetown job. Would have walked there, but they don't want him. Could it be St. John's? Or, but certainly Patino's going to be gone. And Iona, I don't know about a 13 seed. I mean, that, that's, a, that's turned into a bad league now, the Metro Atlantic. But they were like a 14-point favorite in back-to-back games yeah, to close it that's out. That's right. That's the thing is that I could see UConn being in a battle in round one. If they survive that, I think getting the winner of ECU St. Mary's will not be easy at all. But yet, if we get UConn-Kansas, I, I think I just, Kansas will have to go through the Arkansas-Illinois winner. And if they get Arkansas, I'm telling you, that is not going... Arkansas can beat them, but if Kansas wins that and they get UConn, UConn can absolutely beat Kansas. Mm. I just, I can't believe how good that, that region is, but it, I should... I shouldn't say that because it happens every single year. And I'll give you one, too. I was going and to... And every year, it seems like it's the West. I know, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I was going to bet VCU, too, but then... I was going to grab the three and a half, but then I noticed it started to move up to four. And so I thought, well, if it's going that direction, let me let it breathe for a little bit. And if it keeps going, maybe it touches four and a half at some point to get a better number. But then you're going against the, you know, the market, obviously. But I'm with you. I think, I think VCU can be absolutely dangerous in that game against St. Mary's. You want to pick a U- USC over Marquette? Could you see something like that? <sighs> or Sparty over Marquette? I mean, I, I understand your concerns about a team that's hot and wins their conference tournament, and then whoop, Thursday rolls around, yeah. and they, they don't have much in the tank, and they come out with a slow start. Bad 20 minutes, down 10 at halftime. See, the, the Marquette thing might come back to really bite me because I pay attention to that program a lot, being from that state, and I like Shaka Smart, too, a lot. And all year long, I mean, I've seen numbers on this team for futures. Well, you said it last week. He's lost six straight first-round games. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I and I've just I've watched the numbers slowly decline all year long, and I as I'm watching them play, and I'm like, I just I'm not not buying in, and I don't have a Marquette future ticket, so I don't think that they would lose to USC Michigan State, but what does that mean? I mean, we get seven tens to beat twos all the time. 
Remember a couple years ago, they played Marquette. Uh, they, Marquette played Murray State. John Morant ran him out. Killed him. Yeah. Was, the game was over. I think it was a 3-14 or something. It was something. The, the game was over at half. Yeah. They were never in the game. I think Murray State was favored in that game. Do I have that right? Well, I don't know. About, I, I don't recall. It might have been a 5-12. Ah, you got to go back and look. You think it was a 5-12? Yeah. Anyways, Murray buried him. It was it was yeah. never a game. Yep. It was a 512? 5-12. Okay. We'll run down some of the numbers and how they move since the openers from last night coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort at Casino. Some feedback during today's show. I mentioned that I could fill out 10 brackets, and I don't think I'd have Purdue going to the Final Four in any of them. Josh on Twitter says, I could fill out 100 brackets, and I don't think I'd have Purdue going to the Elite Eight in any of them. <laughs> See, that's going to be a very yeah. common response. Yep. Yeah. Nobody buys into this team. Yeah, how do you buy into the Big Ten, too? That's another one. Can't do it. And Although I, I had don't. to bet Northwestern against Boise. Uh, That'll be a fun game. Because I'm getting a point there, a point and a half. Yeah, the problem is all these, uh, these people have come out of the woodwork in the media uh, that went to Northwestern and they just, yeah. Good they become a fan for two weeks and Good they point. won't shut up for this game. Um, I, I, you want to share a couple more? I was going to oh, this, this is really good. From Nate. Great job on him finding this. This is at Bet Rivers. They have. I'll search their props here in a little bit as well. They are. They're offering over two and a half number one seeds to make the final four. The over is nine to one. Oh God! You're kidding. So what's the juice going to be then on over one and a half? Right. I don't. I don't think it's going to be. If you think two are going to make it, I don't think it's going to be that bad this year. Yeah. This thing's wide open. Completely wide open. Yep. Yep. Oh, you're going to ask me something? Are the, are the 12 and 13 seeds, the numbers are what the numbers are with your power rings, but uh, are the 12 and 13 seeds getting too much respect? Oh, they will for sure. It, it's so, Look how it's, short these lines are. Yeah. Now, you said it during the break. There's no way Oral Roberts is going to be intimidated or scared. They won't be scared for one second uh, against Duke. A, a couple of years ago, they go to the Sweet 16, and, and you have a, a great player. In Amos, and they won 30 games. And they already went to the pit. They went to Utah State. They you saw the non-conference the, games that they played. So The problem is, Paulie, they're getting one of the absolute best teams in the country over the last... Hot team, right. I mean, Duke is playing out of their minds right now. And they are a legit threat. I don't think the East is that great. Yeah. Um, went to Houston, blown out. That happens. Went to Logan, Utah. Scored 85 points, lost to Utah State. Lost at the Pitt, New Mexico by seven. And they went to St. Mary's to start the year. Lost by eight. Uh-huh. That's it. 30 and four. Those are the losses. I'll tell you this. If Duke survives Oral Roberts, you know, playing the chalk game here, mm-hmm. Tennessee is looking at them in round two. I know it's John Shire's first year. I don't care. Give me the talent on Duke over Rick Barnes any day of the week. Okay? I would agree. I would agree and, and then they win that game. You're looking at Purdue, Memphis, Florida Atlantic. I think the toughest matchup out of those three teams for Duke would be, and I know Duke got buried by Purdue this year. Buried. It's a long time ago. Sure. I think in the rematch, I'd like Duke a lot. I think Memphis could give them some fits. See, that's why I hate those games. I hate those games back-to-back. Pat Forty, Sports Illustrated, said the same thing. 
Why? Any why? Give me Oral Roberts, Virginia. Just Duke shouldn't be a five. I'm with you on that. But just give me other, give me another matchup there. And then Memphis, Florida, Atlantic's a travesty. Just a travesty. Number one, Memphis isn't an eight. Memphis was in the eight-nine game last year, blew out Boise to start, and almost beat Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Had him down ten at halftime. And Gonzaga was lucky to win. And then here, Florida Atlantic is just, you, 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 everyone who said it, Allen Bossy, just you knew they'd put him in that game no matter what happened in the conference tournament. And 31 and three. And that league, they win games almost every year. They're stuck as a nine seed. Yeah, and if he, they win, they get, they get a one. And here's the thing both of those conferences are considered mid majors, right? The other eight, nine matchups all have teams from a power six. I like I want to yeah. see Florida Atlantic play against somebody. Give them Iowa. Move them down to where USC will imagine that? Now that's where they could really do some damage in a bracket. If you would put the Owls down like flip them with USC or something like that. If they were a 10 seed or 11, they were better off losing that game Saturday. Yeah. Or I mean it just it speaks to the depth of the league that they were 30 and 3 in the title game. Won their league, and they were underdogs to they UAB. Because you get Walker back, and their star player was sure. up. But that's that's what Boston has been talking about, how good this league is, and that Florida Atlantic would have a winning record in the Big Ten, and this was the best league of the, quote, mid-majors. Yeah, they easily could have put, like, Maryland or West Virginia against Florida Atlantic in the East, and then have Memphis play the other team in the South. And then you could get maybe, like, Memphis and Alabama in round two. Uh, I think that would have been a much better job overall. Right. You also said it during the break. I real I could see points in the Duke Oral Roberts game. That's uh, Oral Roberts giddy up and go. I think that goes over, and I think VCU will dictate pace. And I think why not? It just happened out here in the West Coast game where both games flew over. I think St. Mary's VCU will go over one twenty three. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to get down on that uh, Duke Oral Roberts uh-huh. total here very yep. soon before that. I think that might but start to move. Back to my question, I just posed to you. You want to? I love Kent State. So impressed with them in the MAC and what they did against Toledo. But then they come out short. You're only a four-point dog against Indiana. Yeah. And the same thing with Drake. Love the season Drake had. They looked awesome in the in the Missouri Valley tournament. But they're a short dog against Miami. I mean, there's no breaks here. I mean, well, they're, they're all they're all short prices. No, they, they are. Yep. You could also in a game like that, you can maybe wait to you know just to play it in play and hope Indiana gets out to like a quick lead and grab a better number. Although. An example of that yesterday for me, I missed Memphis plus six. And as I'm looking at the matchup a little bit more before the yep. game, I'm like, uh, I want to take Memphis here. But the sixes are gone, and it was only five, maybe a five and a half, and I didn't do it. I'm like, hopefully Houston gets out to an early lead. I'll grab Memphis then. Complete opposite thing happened. Memphis jumped, jumped on them early and got out to an 18-point lead, and that was the ball game. And I'm surprised you didn't do that. But was Sasser out? I mean, why did take, Houston didn't need the game? No, because I, I just I missed that but, number. Yeah, That's yeah. And then... And then when Houston was dead and buried, they I think they've covered eight in a row against them. Memphis yeah, and really, Houston. Yeah. I bet Houston then in play because the number got so far out. Yeah, but I also lost that bet. So overall, that game again, championship week was no good for you, yours truly. It was not a good week whatsoever. Some of these numbers and how they've mm-hmm. moved so far. So what Richie said he made Richie Bachelary, uh thirty minutes ago, longtime odds maker, said that he made Maryland the favorite, but West Virginia opened up one and a half. They're two and a half. How about fading the Big Ten? You want the Mountaineers here? I have no opinion on that game. Okay. I have no opinion. I saw Virginia open six and a half against Furman. Yeah. I think that was at DraftKings. Now down to five. Yep. I would gladly take the six and a half with Furman. Now five, probably not. Um, Kansas, just 
moved a little bit this morning. They opened 23 against uh, Howard. Now they're 21 and a half. Arizona opened up 14 against Princeton. They're up, well, up a tick to 14 and a half. Do you agree with this move now? Arkansas opened two against Illinois, another spot to fade the Big Ten, but Arkansas is already up to three. I agree with that. And a lot of people were making the case they're probably going to get in, but Illinois shouldn't be safe with their resume and how they play down the stretch. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but they, I, they were, you know, take it easy though, Musselman, and what they were doing. See what they did with the student reporter with the phone? I mean, oh, yeah. blowing that big lead against AM. But you're right. That's the good and bad. That's Arkansas' season. I mean, you're blowing out A&M, you fall asleep, you give it away, right? Yep. I mean, that, you, you don't know what you're going to get. And that's the same thing like with a San Diego State. Rest assured, there's going to be a five-minute drought where they don't score or oh, yeah. make a basket in one, in one of these games. Um, but Arkansas, you're going to get the highs, the ups and downs and the highs and lows. But they should win that game and may, may give Kansas all they want. Texas is down to 13.5. I saw it open 16 yesterday. I think 15.5 here in Las Vegas. But a sure. you know a, a two two and a half point move here on Colgate. Well, they're going to disrespect them. They're going to take the floor and say, "Come on, Patriot League, give me a break." And then Colgate's going to knock some down some threes, and the next thing you know, we're going to have a game. And if you want to bet that, I would take Colgate first half. It was a couple. Remember, a couple years ago, they were they had a big lead on. I think it was Alabama. Uh, so when you same thing with Charleston, when it's bombs away from three, anything's possible. Yep. You can get run out or you can pull the upset. See, again, this is my anti-Marquette showing. I think Colgate as a 15 against Marquette would have been a doozy of a game. Right. Well, Vermont's going to slow it down and maybe, you know, that's a good program. They were great in the second half. UMass Lowell. Penn State Um, is the second best three-point shooting team in the country. They're catching now. This moved a little bit. Catching points against Texas A&M. Our buddy, Indy Jeff Seeley, who comes on every week to break down golf, he said give, he thought Penn State should be the, the favorite in this game. Really? Yep. I could see that running out of gas, though. 10 seed to make all the, the long playing Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, rather, and then coming back and taking on A&M and A&M. Now, watch how long does A&M complain about the seed. Maybe they just they say, all right, let's go on to the game. Yeah. But look for teams that still complain about the seed Tuesday and Wednesday, yep. and you're not focused on your opponent. Yeah, I'm... I'm in agreement with Richie Bacheleri, by the way, on another one. I missed the best number on, on Santa Barbara. That opened up 11. That's down to 9.5 now. It's, it's between 9.5 and 10.5. And that's another league that's had success in one game. Yeah, that's a good basketball it's, team. It's a program, that same program that's done it. Yep, Cal Irvine's won some games lately, and the Gauchos can put a scare into you. And Baylor has been no great shakes down the stretch. Ugly. Yep. Ugly. Uh, UConn opened up 11. That's down to 8.5 or 9. Kentucky opened up four and a half. That's down to three and a half. I don't get that. You said earlier that you like. I don't get that. Yeah. You like I don't want any part of Providence. Okay. All right. We'll continue talking about the madness coming up next. Pro- other prop bets that are out. And teams that we'd like to draw a line through to win the whole thing. Coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life— We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Look every day how specials at Bet Rivers will a four seed make the final four. That's up right now. And they have some props, as Mitch mentioned already. And you could win up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their exclusive squares. Place a qualifying bet, get a square on the house. If your numbers match for the final score, you win. 
Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. All right, so more here, Paulie, as they're trickling out at BetRivers. Here we go. You're uh, Mr. Fun Poison. Total tournament game-winning buzzer beaters. And again, in the fine print right on the app, it says... Buzzer beater defined as a game-winning field goal as time expires, including right. overtime in playing games. Well, not so much that. I live and breathe. I mean, we did it last week. How many can you name off the top of your head? Huh? It hasn't happened that many times. The stars have to align just to be in position for it to happen. One and, how heavy is the juice? They made it one and a half. The under, which is what you want to bet, is minus 250. Wow. Incredible. That's incredible. It should be much higher? Yeah, absolutely. What would you make it, like $5? Yeah. Okay. But that's something, yeah. That's the people want to bet what they want to see. No, of course. And yes, too, but it's... We, uh, we'll run all this stuff down later on in the week as more numbers come out like this. The history of the buzzer beater, as Paulie just said, will blow your mind. The true buzzer beater, zeros are on the clock, bam, game's over, wins it like that. Hasn't happened as many times as you think. And here's another one, for example, up at Bet Rivers. When you go back and look at the history of the tournament, you would be surprised to find out how many games actually go under this number. Yeah. But the lowest total points scored in the tournament, including overtime, right? So total combined points in any game scored, 99 and a half. Oh. Your gut says no chance that's going under. Wow. Every team's going to combine to score at least 100 points. I think history kind of disagrees with that. What's the low? Do they have the team total? That's probably going to that be 40, 40, uh, That'll be 45. Yeah, well, a 16, a 16 seed or a 15 seed come out and score 42 points or something. Yeah, yep. And then they also have, will a five seed... Okay, they, they have different seeds to win the tournament. And then they have... Oh, boy. Will a 12 seed win a game in the round of 64? Your 12 seeds again. Charleston against San Diego State. 31 wins. Oral Roberts versus wins. Duke. 30 wins, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Drake versus Miami uh-huh. and VCU versus St. Mary's will a 112 seed win a game minus $5. Wow. How about a 13 seed to win a game? You're looking at Furman against Virginia. Yep. Louisiana versus Tennessee. Higher spread, all right. Kent State versus Indiana. Kent State can win that game. And Iona versus UConn will oh, a thir- nine-point favorite. It's minus two fifteen. Wow! That a third. So the yes you, or the no? On the yes. Yes, they'll win a game two fifteen. All right. So if you want to, and you could do the math on this too, if you just like, what does a four-team money line parlay pay on all of the uh, four seeds to win? Basically, on this is plus one fifty. I'll try to do that by the end of the show and find out. Just put it in, punch it in, and see what happens. Yep. Will, will a 14 seed win a game is plus 120. They have a 15 and a 16. And then it gets down into, will a one seed win the tournament? Yes, plus 150. Again, I just told you about that. A non-one seed hasn't won the tournament since 2016. And one seeds win the whole thing a lot. Uh, will a two seed win the tournament? Yes, it's plus 275. A three seed is five to one. A four seed is plus five fifty. Will a fourteen, fifteen, or a sixteen seed win a game? Now we're talking. Yes, minus five dollars. What? Wow. Yes, minus five dollars. Yep. Holy cow! So who's the fourteen seed that gets it done? Uh, 
Santa Barbara over Baylor. What'd you think of Seth Davis yesterday? Now, great job getting right into the the, the brackets, okay? Yeah. But this guy comes out, Santa Barbara's going to the Sweet 16, and I'm picking a 12 against a 13 here, and I'm picking this upset, and I'm picking... Easy, big fella. <laughs> He's running it down he, crazy. It, it, I, it was every single upset, Paul. Yeah. And he, he said on Twitter that he knows he's going to pick 12s over 5s. And so that every matchup that came up, he said, I'm picking this 12. And they're, by the way, they're going to go to the Sweet 16. I'm picking this 13. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. you have you have a lot of teams there uh, uh, to back, but I, I don't see it. I would take the, uh, the no plus money for that. Kennesaw State could beat Xavier. And everyone seems to be on the Gauchos. But I, I don't know that Montana State could they beat Kansas State? Montana State played well down the stretch. I don't think Grand Canyon can score. I don't think they can hang with Gonzaga. And so then, then you, I mean, the fifteens. I just those are big spreads too. So I would I would say the no on that. And that that whole bet I think would come down to the Gauchos and Kennesaw State. And well, Kennesaw 14, is catching Xavier. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A fourteen, fifteen, or sixteen to win. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe Montana State's live against K State. I don't think Grand Canyon has much of a chance. I mean, if that gets into it, in fact, as you said, they can score. I know the total's high. Doesn't that game have like 108 to 83 written all over it? Maybe some alt totals over on the Gonzaga game. Okay. Number one offense in the country. Their defense has been playing better, but I I could see just it's totally dictated by that could be a game where Gonzaga shoots like 60% from the field. And Timmy has like 32 points with 12 minutes to go in the game. And it's an absolute shootout, but Grand Canyon just can't get, you know. Do they have 15-16? Just 15-16 yes. to win a game? They no, they included the 14. Okay, just the 14. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, the, the history of 15 seeds winning over two seeds, that's getting, what is that, probably almost 10 yeah. now? We're getting up there. That number's got to be close to that, I would think. Yeah. Are you com- So you're completely yep. drawing a line through Purdue? Yes. Okay. Tennessee. Tennessee is another Purdue. one. Yes. Okay. Who else did you do you know that filling out brackets? You're like I, I'm not going to have this team do you know going that far. Well, I mean, how high how high are we talking? I'd say top four just, seeds. Okay. I think Kansas is up against it, man. I thought last year I can recall this a year ago on the air saying it's the weakest region I can ever remember seeing in the tournament, and their their numbers were. Uh, again, they're like minus. It was silly because they had to go through like Iowa or Providence to make it to the Elite Eight, and it's like what? Those are the four and five seeds in their in their region. Joke, and they got mm-hmm. there no problem. Um, this year, it's the exact opposite. Yeah, I might be fading Kansas in this tournament. I can see that happening. So Purdue's going to have have a line for sure for me. I think Kansas will be another one. I was actually going to say Houston, but I think their region is relatively, they can navigate that region. I would love them in the second round against Iowa-Auburn. I don't know if they see Miami. They could. Yeah, I don't know if they do either. Uh, but I don't know if Miami gets there. Uh, but that would be a, a good game. I could also see Kent State uh, or Houston. And Kent State wins two games. Yeah. But I mean, a couple, you talked about Earl Roberts earlier. Do you think Kent State's going to be scared? They went to Houston. It was tied with a minute left. Yep. They went to Gonzaga, lost a close game. So they're going to come in and say, let's go, folks. Indiana, please. Yep. Okay, so by the way, uh, 
thanks to Nikki Stats on Twitter, the four seed money line parlay is plus two sixteen. So it's better than taking that prop bet instead of at uh, plus one fifty. Um, if we do get some of these matchups, though, uh-huh. like if we get Houston, Texas to go to the Final Four, if we get Alabama, Arizona to go to the Final Four, those games are the absolute nuts. And then somehow, some way in the West, in the Sweet 16 round, if we get Gonzaga, UCLA, and a combination of Kansas, Arkansas, UConn in that mix, that that regional is phenomenal. I'm not sold on UConn. Like you, you keep mentioning UConn. Oh no, no, they. Can, I, I don't. I'm not. I, that I just. Is, I think I, get, that that's the hot start they got off to. That that's a long time ago. Yeah. No, I'm saying like and if it, my whole thing is if they get there, I think UConn could be a problem for Kansas. That's all. Uh, they, they they might lose yeah. to Iona. Or certain the second well, round. I'm with you too. Gonzaga have their hands full with TCU, and maybe that's a team you want to draw a long, line through. You got to have a lot of respect for their program and few, but. It's a, how many years are we watching this now? Mm-hmm. Now they did they made the two title games. They got robbed with the horrible call against Carolina, um, and then what happened against Baylor? Never in the game, but yep, it's hard to win. Yep, this is from a uh, one loss from retirement on Twitter. Tweets me and says I have Kansas and Purdue getting bounced by the Elite Eight. Arkansas, their length is a nightmare for Kansas. I would agree. Their length and athleticism. Here's the problem with Arkansas. And Paul, you said it earlier. It's like their season in a nutshell against Texas A&M. Up big, blow the lead, lose, yep. they bow out. They, they, that same thing could happen to Illinois. They might have the Illini buried by double digits with 12 minutes to go in the second half. And up, oh, they give it up and they lose the game. That was the story of championship week. The blown leads. Oh, absolutely it the was. The 20-point leads. The Utah Valleys. Yep. And the, what happened in the Furman game. It was nonstop. These are second-half leads, that people... 20-point leads that are gone. We will discuss the big trade in the NFL over the weekend next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.